0: I love sitting in the studio with you, Jim Miller. Thanks. You beautiful, beautiful man. You. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? Welcome to another edition of the Dude What Movie Review Podcast.
1: Dude,
0: what? I'm one half of the hosting squad, Mr. Brian Sumner, sitting over there wearing his camo bandana. Jim Miller, say hi, Jim. Hello, Jim. That's. No, that doesn't fit. Anyway. We are bringing you another Dude What original from our archive, Episode 7. Man, Episode 7, Jim. Now, you know, we just recently celebrated our, what, six-year anniversary? Six years, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's just ridiculous that we've been doing this for this long and have absolutely no listeners. But (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot of great content, and we're going to cover some of that great content today on Episode 7. Because this one is titled, Seriously scarry. Yeah,
1: because it will scar you for life. <laughs>
0: yeah, it will. When you find out what the movie was that I hadn't seen. But we'll get to that here in a minute. But I will go ahead and tell you right now, off the jump, this is the animated category. This is the first time we did animation on our show, Jim. It is.
1: And actually, as we're talking about scars, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, <laughs> I was excited to do the animation category, but also the week we had up to recording
0: wasn't great. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and It was not. It yeah. was not. <laughs> well, prior to that, like a couple weeks prior to that, I had had a very horrible week. And it just came in cycles back then. Yeah. Because we were working for Satan. I mean, Fred Smith. I mean, yeah. FedEx, FedEx. I mean, it, yeah, no, yeah. Satan. So yeah. um, we did not Which, love our, our lives back then. If I remember right, FedEx is Latin for cycle of suck, if I remember right. So, yeah. it's a suck, so. You know, we did not miss those days. No. Not at all. It was very bad. It was very bad back then, Jim. We hated <laughs> yeah. it.
1: I don't think we realized how bad it was yep. You know, was until now that we're out. And then we're like,
0: oh. Well, looking back on like, that time, this is the crazy thing about it. Because one thing that we had going on with our show back then was we, we were recording very early on a lot of these episodes. So we weren't staying up to date with current events with regard to talking about it on the show. So sometimes we would mention stuff and it'd be like a month after it already happened or whatever, you know? <laughs> And it's kind of what we're doing now with these uh, dude, What Originals from the vault. We're pre-recording everything as best as we can, trying to stay on top of it, give it a little bit more time to do the edit and put stuff together. And so back then, with regards to stuff that was newsworthy to talk about on our show, we just didn't stay up to current events. And (laughs) hand in hand with FedEx and how horrible it was back then, at that time, that was when the eclipse was going on, man. (laughs) The solar eclipse, man. Good Lord. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Six years, brother. Man. Talk about scars. I'm scarred from that day because let me tell you (laughs) something right now. I don't remember how bad you got it had you had to deal with it, but every yahoo in the Midwest was trying to converge on Kentucky at the time. And where was my route at the time, Jim? Oh, by the way, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. (laughs) So... We got our stuff at FedEx late that day. Yeah. We left the building late. And then I got onto the bypass to go on Highway 41 to go to Kentucky. And you want to talk about a traffic jam. My goodness. Traffic jam. Big time. Sat in traffic just to get to Kentucky for three hours, Jim. <laughs> three <laughs> hours. And then, you know, the sun is
1: blotted out well, in the yeah. middle of all that, so it's kind of a, just an omen of, of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it was an omen. You know, looking back, I really, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Castaway, it, it's not really a movie. It's more of a documentary.
0: <laughs> that was not Tom Hanks. That was like an employee from FedEx, is what that was. Yeah, that, the plane crashing, b- b- spoiler alert! Yeah. oh yeah, it happened yeah. every day. That was the, the that was a metaphor for yeah. all of our it, hopes it and metaphor. dreams, is what that was. <laughs> it was a metaphor, stranded on an island for four, <laughs> four years. years for your life as a, as a <laughs> FedEx employee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god, oh, are we like are we like a emo- is this trauma? Can we like sue for this? Yeah, seriously, scary man. Oh god. <laughs> So anyway, let's talk more about this episode. Jim. Oh yeah, let's get yeah, away from! Yeah. <laughs> There's so much going on back then; it was ridiculous. Sorry for that sad yeah. segment there. Yeah. <laughs> episode seven, Jim. Yeah. Seriously, scary. Yeah. Let's turn us around. Animated category, first ever on our show. I'm excited about. It. I love animation. The uh, yeah, and we're going to talk about your excitement <laughs> for animation. The uh, the options for the show were Lion King, Up, and Lady and the Tramp your reaction is going to be hilarious here in a minute. So, but but you'll hear about that whenever we go to the show. But for right now, let's talk about some of the news and notes that came with this episode. Jim, you teased a little bit on an earlier dude, what original about a character that you came up called Vic, the Viking. And, You're going to hear the origins of that on this episode. Like, we're here, like, literally in, like, five minutes. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) It's pretty cool. And it's going to tie in with, obviously, animation with our uh, category on this episode. And also, I want to make note of the fact that... Your character, Vic the Viking, that you created in your little comic strip actually became the cover art for this original episode. It did. And I actually, this is kind of funny. I need to
1: bring this up because this week, literally this week okay, at work, I had a, a phone meeting with me and the credentialing manager at our work, and I was taking notes in the background as she was talking. And afterwards, she goes, man, I'm so glad you were taking notes. I was like, Yeah. And she saw my paper, and it had a. I was sketching Vic the Viking.
0: <laughs> yeah, so notes. She, she was like, "Son of a bitch!" I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, "I thought you were taking notes." Like I kind of was. But <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, along with Vic the Viking, that people are going to hear the origin story of that, and it's actually a pretty cool story, and it's it's an insight into. And to you, Jim, like the things that drive you and the things that you love that you're passionate about. <laughs> We're also going to hear a fun story about other things that you're passionate about with regard to animation. Yeah. The story, as I like to say, uh, we teased this, I think, two episodes back on yeah. the feed. The beginning of story time with Jim. Yeah, the yeah. beginning of story time with Jim, but also you, you want to be a cartoon. And people yeah. are going to hear what that means here in a little bit. And you were kind of hesitant to talk about it a little bit. And I don't know if it's because you were embarrassed by it, or you're like, eh, "We'll just save it for the episode seven. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't, I remember.
1: <laughs> you still haven't figured it out, have you? I don't think I was. Yeah, may, may have, back then I probably was embarrassed
0: to talk about it. But you shouldn't be. You should be proud of it that you want to be a cartoon. Anyway, <laughs> you guys will hear that story here in a minute. Uh, another note that I wanted to make mention of, Jim. At the time, you know, we are family men, Jim. You and I. Very much so. Since the beginning and the evolution of this show, we have been family men. Yeah. Some yeah.
1: would say that is why we haven't succeeded in anything, but I, I think that. we have. I,
0: I know it's it's very true.
1: but Life is the way, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is this, some kind of philosophical crap you're trying to throw at me? I don't know.
1: I thought we were having a counseling session no, earlier. Just, no, no, about. no, not at yeah, all. Just, I, you know, it's off the rails. Let's
0: yeah. talk about scars. Um. <laughs>
1: We are talking about school. Here's another one. You're yeah. about to scar me again. Oh At the
0: time of recording this original episode, my daughter Addie, who is turning 19 gosh. next Thursday, She was only 13 years old at the time that we were recording this. Can you believe that? She is a full-blown high school graduate. She is already a sophomore in college. She drives. She has a full-time, well, not full-time, but a part-time job. She works a lot of hours anyway. But, man, she is a freaking adult now. Yeah. But she was only 13 back then. And on top of that, (laughs) Jim, your precious Nora. Had just turned three. My baby girl. Your
1: baby girl. She's going to be nine here soon.
0: Crazy. Crazy, Jim. Time has flown on this podcast. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, when you put the numbers there, and I'm looking at them right now, I'm like, man.
0: (laughs) Gosh. Addie was only 13, and yeah, Nora was only three. That's insane. It is insane. It's crazy. Because both of them... Especially like you know my daughter, she is who she is, right, yeah, yeah. and Nora, my goodness yeah. she she's kind of who she is, but she's also kind of evolving as well, yes, but yeah. she's a very headstrong little girl
1: she's. Takes after her father (laughs) in a lot of ways. (laughs) She'll be a CEO someday, I'm sure. Hey, there
0: you go. At least she'll be taken care of in your old age. I'm hoping. (laughs) We're all hoping, Jim. (laughs) Except
1: my fear is her way of taking care of me is taking me out back.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's what we'll need. We'll all need that at some point. put
1: two in my head, but anyway.
0: Last note I want to make before we actually get to this episode, Jim. (laughs) It got dark. It got dark. Seriously, scary. (laughs) You're not going to hear it on this episode, Jim. Okay. You're not going to hear it. And the reason why you're not going to hear it is because I cut it out. The absolute worst montage I have ever put together on this show. Known to man. It's such such a a scar scar that you were able to clean it up. I (laughs) cover it up. I hate this montage. I, I cut it out, Jim, and I redid it. So all you guys that are listening right now, you're going to hear a new montage. If you want to hear the old one, I don't suggest it. You can go back on the website and listen to it. We talked last episode, Episode 6, believe it or not, covered the movie Alien. One of the greatest montages i put together. We look back on that as a benchmark with regard to montage. We love it. Yes. How is it possible to go from episode 6 to episode 7 and do my worst montage? It's a yin
1: and a yang. And it's funny because you literally, from the day that it came out, it was dropped. Like the day that it was dropped on the feed at Homer's Radio Network. Homer's! Back in the day, day on Mixler, right? Right. That day, I remember you telling me the montage sucks like you just kept going on about the montage It's was like dude it wasn't wasn't that bad it was bad um it was ba- it's bad you know and and i don't know but like yeah you have talked about that ever since it's dropped so i'm kind of glad that we're you know this is a therapy session i guess because you're able to you know go and right the wrongs of the past a little bit
0: we'll see we'll see if it makes me feel any better but yeah but it- maybe we won't have such a ying and
1: yang from the original if you want to hear the ying and yang go back to the archive and-
0: right now we're going to talk about us a little bit more yeah how has your week been
1: well, it's okay. So it's funny. Cause,
0: <laughs> Such a loaded question. I've been waiting
1: for you to ask. Because you know how my week has been. I know. Exactly. But the, so the irony is, is yeah. that, so we normally record out early.
0: Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So, exactly. you know,
1: but we're listening to last week, I was listening to last week's episode right. with Alien and you were talking about how, man, it's just a crappy week. And, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh. Because you are like, watch, you'll have a crappy week next week. Right. Well, right. obviously a few weeks have happened, yeah. but now I'm listening to yeah, it and it, in real time. It came
0: back around,
1: didn't it? It actually did suck like <laughs> hardcore and yeah. so uh and then the irony is there's a nice little poop sundae at the beginning of the week and then a little cherry on top at the end so it was it's been rough but you know whatever it, just it's just it, the nature of the beast take um, it in
0: stride it's all we can yeah do. We really we're still smiling so. aren't we we are we're still we are. laughing yeah that's all so, we can do no,
1: it's- yeah. But anyway, so yeah. yeah, overall, though, it was, it was okay week.
0: Week was <laughs> definitely, definitely interesting. We had the eclipse this yeah, week. You yeah. know, like I said, we, we record out a little bit on these. So as far as, uh you know, current events and topical things that are happening in the world, you know, we're, uh, as far as the dude what programming, we're just a little behind, but that's sure, okay. Sure. We can talk about it still. The yeah. eclipse, it was interesting. It was a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. Of course, you were closer to the, whatever are, what are they call it, the, the totality. The
1: totality. Yeah.
0: Total eclipse
1: of the heart yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I was, not, was proud. Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, I was down in Kentucky and I was in Morganfield. It got pretty dark. I mean, it wasn't like I think in some places it had like what two and a half minutes. Like yeah. in certain parts of the of the path of the eclipse. Yeah. They had like two and a half minutes of total darkness. Yeah, I mean, that's just crazy, crazy to me to think about. Yeah. I, I think down in Morganfield, it got probably like around thirty to 35, 40 seconds of just like complete darkness. Okay. And it was impressive. Yeah. It was really cool. Well, see, like, It was a lot cooler than I thought it was going
1: to be. So I'm, and my route's in Evansville and right. so but it was interesting because it's way out on the, the rural area of Westside I guess you could say. Right. That was where I was at from Because you know, that Monday. was a Monday. Yeah. yeah, Monday. yeah That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. normal area but it got just dark enough to be annoying honestly because it was like, <laughs> like my eyes couldn't adjust to how bright or how it was like hey full sun but it's dark so it's right. like my eyes were like tripping out so I was just like <laughs> I'll just pull over and That's do that. Funny. So it, it was but yeah it was pretty cool it, it, but when all that was happening I was actually making a delivery to like something that looks like it'd be out of the new movie Leatherface coming out you know like, i mean i was like oh, okay uh, i don't know if i you, aren't too,
0: yeah, you weren't, weren't too yeah i was like thrilled about that i'm just that. gonna
1: drop and run type thing yeah. you know, so
0: maybe yeah. pun it from the truck <laughs> yeah well no no <laughs> we hear a dude what do not condone the kicking or damaging of packages Hashtag purple promise. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I almost feel like we should be like, you know, do a disclaimer for uh, the company we work for. Just yeah, so
0: j- just basically like uh, <laughs> warning anything we say just cannot be taken seriously at right. all. We're morons and right. just treated as such. Yeah,
1: yeah. So please don't sue us or <laughs>
0: fire us. <laughs> you know honestly what are they going to sue us for right i have nothing i mean you've seen our budget for the box right right <laughs> i mean come on let's i mean let's really talk about it here okay there's nothing that you can gain from us i mean i have some some chairs out in the garage that i got for free that smell just a little bit like mildew <laughs> just a li- just a hint
1: it'd look good in fred's like bungalow like <laughs> in alaska or something i'm sure
0: <laughs>
1: bungalow really i don't know seemed like the right word The moment.
0: (laughs) This is not 1976, okay? You're not in Burbank, California. There's no such thing as bungalows anymore.
1: But that was around the time FedEx was, you
0: know, okay. All right, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. I'm
1: just trying to keep it relevant to Fred Smith, I guess. Below. <laughs> anyway. anyway
0: uh, all right. Well, we do actually talk about movies on here. You know, yeah. A movie review podcast. So why don't we just get to that? Sure. Then. So
1: right. I'll be honest, man. I've been really jacked, like, really excited about this episode. Right. Uh, and, you know, I had talked before about how I Drew for Comic Strip and I, yes. I brought, uh, brought you know, some comic strip stuff to show you. Right, and, right.
0: And things. And so. Which I, we need to get some pictures of that posted because those were cool. Well, thanks. You I, know, we, I, you know, we may mention before we were talking about Vikings. Uh, we were talking about the Skull the Show. Skull Show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Steve and Raj are huge Vikings fans, yeah. and you said that you had a tie-in with them because your mascot for your school is a Viking, yeah. And you wrote these Viking comics, and I kind of was like, okay, yeah, you did Viking comics, and then you brought them in. You actually have them. You yeah. actually have them right in front of me right yeah. now, yeah. You know, and they're cool. Yeah, they're like well, thanks, Super cool. I yeah. like them. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely need to get some pictures of those on the, on the Instagram machine. Sure, most definitely. Yeah, we'll so. put them out. So. They're pretty cool. Uh,
1: but yeah, I mean, so I've always that's one thing from a young a young lad. I've always loved drawing and art. And, right, uh, that creative aspect of it, but for the longest time, I wanted to be a cartoonist, and then I could not do that. I just, I don't. Know, I've always been fascinated by it. Like even as I was young, I was like, I want one of those, those drafting tables that cartoonists yeah, use, yeah, yeah, and all yeah. this. And of course, this was right before computer animation was really right. coming into its. I guess inception or whatever. But um, so, I mean, everything was kind of old school with the with the drawing and stuff at that point, still. And so, so anyway, we're talking about animated films. I'm like, I'm pretty jazzed about it. I'm pretty jacked. So uh, I don't know. I've always enjoyed just the the element, the artist aspect. But I've also, well, I ended up not getting a job in an interview once because they asked me if you could do anything in the world, what would you want to do? And I said, be a cartoon. And they looked to me like, what? Be a cartoon? Be a cartoon. Yeah. So ever since seeing the movie Aladdin, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I wish they would have done that. Wait, for wait me, hold but. on. Let's clear. Not a cartoonist. Right. A cartoon. Right. I've always wanted to do cartooning, but then after seeing the movie Aladdin There's and so Robin
0: Williams doing the voices for s- like half the so characters. So many things coming out on this podcast. I know, great. right? Yeah, it's
1: confessional time. But Jim wants to be a cartoon. cartoon. But I thought it'd always be cool to do like a voice for a cartoon, right?
0: Well, yeah, voiceover work would be amazing. Right. right. And That'd so, I mean, so that's what I fun. meant
1: by being a cartoon. And I explained that to them, but they, they didn't. They couldn't
0: get they past didn't. the whole you wanting to be a cartoon. Right. And it's they, like, security. Yeah, um, they're like, we got a cartoon is there some white powder under his mouth (laughs) we got a code 13 code 13 (laughs) anyway so yeah I've been excited about it I can't draw to save my life yeah well, I mean, okay. Let me. I can't draw anything original. Okay. I can't. I can't sketch. Like, if you tell me draw a cat, you're gonna get the most hideous looking hell beast ever. Yeah. Not like a like a good, cool, creative hell beast. You're gonna get like something that looks like I just got like really ill and just had no effort at all. It's like, Ugh, what is that? <clears throat> what did you draw? I don't know. I tried. You didn't try hard enough. I can't draw anything really? original. But if you give me something, I can draw it with you know just freehand. Yeah. Just staring at it. Yeah, I'm I'm really good at doing that. Okay, well, it's crazy. And my daughter, true. my yeah, daughter, yeah, to say like yeah, she has surpassed me. I mean, seriously, like she she's can draw like beast
1: mold on that project she's working you on. Should right now. S-
0: I got to show you the uh, Bob Ross that she drew. Really, she drew a Bob like a picture, like a portrait of Bob Ross, free yeah. hand, just staring at a picture. It is ridiculous how good it is. Wow. I'll show you. I have to see if she'll yeah, no, get definitely. It out.
1: But yeah, so I'm excited, man. Like, so the three options you gave me for this was Lady and the Tramp, which uh, was made in 1955, then Lion King, which was made in 1994. And Up in 2009. And so the interesting thing about each of these is that they are in completely different eras of animation. They were all like breakout yeah, right. movies. So like Lady and the Tramp. I mean, there's just a lot of really cool stuff that came with that. But it was the first movie filmed in Cinescope. What is Cinescope? It basically is kind of widescreen. It's like where we get oh, widescreen now. Okay. But like Walt Disney was like the Steve Jobs in an aspect of animation. He's kind of, of like a
0: guru of animation. Yeah, like he was he just, cutting edge way ahead of his time thinking outside the box. Very much
1: so. Very much so. And then, you know, Lion King was the first animated feature to be an original story that they did in Disney. Because everything else up until that point they had done that was based taken off of from... other, like, other oh, stories around the out there. okay, okay. So, so they
0: actually created the story themselves yeah, it was the to original it out story. as a feature. Okay. Yeah, so, and then Up
1: was the first Disney digital 3D. Uh, and it's actually one of two animated movies that was nominated for an Academy Award in Best Picture. Really? Yeah. So anyway, I'm excited. All I can say is I'm excited for whatever one you pick. Depending on which one it is, man. <laughs> You've
0: been kind of giving me like little glares and, and, and like little darts from the eyes over the week because I, I think you're kind of. I think you may murder me.
1: I well, okay. So there's based like, on I'll what I'll be honest. Just, there's I mean, like one. That I'm like, okay, I kind of hope right. it's this one because I just really like the movie. But then there's this other one. I'm like, but if it's this one, I really might. I know we're doing an animated film, think. but like, I, I mean, like this. This podcast you may have to get the bleep er out. Is all I'm
0: <laughs> this podcast may cease to be because I may end up using right, a core plane in my bedroom. Final okay, the final
1: one anyway. <laughs> so, I'm excited to see what we got, man.
0: So, basically, I yeah. just want
1: to know what's in the box, man. Oh, what's
0: in the box? <laughs>
1: this ugly box is that you're staring at me. Dude. Go
0: ahead and open the box. I'm actually nervous. <laughs> you are, you're you typically you like look forward to this. I do, but I'm but, actually uh, nervous because oh you, man. You might be afraid of your own reaction on this, huh?
1: Which is funny because there's no covers to look at, so I have to. No,
0: not when they're If rentals. people
1: wonder wondering why there's a delay, it's because yeah. I have to look at the, the, right. the Rental movie. What the f- Oh, <laughs> no!
0: Brian Sumner. <laughs> you, are, you are lying about almost. We don't have to get out the bleep. <laughs> might <be> having- Lion <laughs> King, brother? I've never seen no, Lion King. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no!
1: No, Lion King. You have never seen lying Okay, all right. No.
0: Let, all right, let Stop, me let no. me clarify again with you. There's the absolutely li- the listening I know, audience. No, I on. know this is the
1: whole purpose the,
0: of the, the listening but, audience. But Brian, there are certain <laughs> these are genuine reactions from Jim. Okay, this is not put on. This is not for the show. He is legitimately beside himself right now because like I'm sweating and my face <laughs> is red. Like I'm.
1: <laughs> like I'm, I'm actually, you, I feel
0: I'm, sad for you, man. I'm telling you, I love oh doing this show simply for the reactions I get from you. I get a kick out of watching you react to these movies. I'll I be uh, like, because I was, I was like, I was saying it. If he picks that
1: one, like this is gonna go from a G-rated show. Like, <laughs> I just. <laughs> Oh my god,
0: I'm killing myself. No, no, no
1: Brian, no. Oh, that's so
0: funny. So yeah. you
1: literally you have not okay. explained all right. to me all right. so why. Let's, let's get
0: into this. All right, you know, and it's funny, every week you ask me about these movies why I haven't seen certain movies. Right, but this okay? like
1: this, like there's absolutely no reason you should have not seen now, this. Now I
0: know there's no reason based off your assessment. Right. There's no reason why I shouldn't have already seen this. All right. But here's the funny thing. I got to thinking about this. You know, every week you ask me why I haven't seen a movie. Yeah. And I never really have a good reason. You no, know? You don't. Just for whatever reason, I've never Seen it. I actually have a reason for not seeing this movie, okay. and, I, and I will tell you why. When I was a kid, I used to watch animated movies, I love animated movies. Yeah, I'll go ahead and you know, it started with uh, Mary Poppins. Gr- I great love movie. Mary Poppins, yeah. and it has the animated sequences within the, you know the live action. All yeah. right, and I always loved that movie for that. Excellent. Movie. Somewhere along the line, I just lost interest altogether in animated movies. There is a time frame, and I don't know if it's just my teenage years or what. It just got to a point where I just I did not like animated movies. I, I had no real reason for not going to see them. I just I don't want to go see that. Do you I feel like it was just kind of sh- that?
1: Shuffed off as like That's childish I'm a teenager I would say that
0: I would say that There is probably A little bit of that Okay Actually there's probably A lot of that If I really get down To the nuts and bolts of it That's fair You know And so There for the longest time I didn't really care For animated movies Of course that all changed when I had my daughter. And then animated movies was the thing, because that's what kids love. Right. And so I had kind of like this, you know, reawakening, if you will, will, of watching animated features, you know. And
1: you never sat down with your daughter to watch Lion King.
0: Never sat down to watch Lion King.
1: Brian Sumner, you need to apologize to your daughter
0: right now. Here's the funny thing. She has seen Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? She knew you were coming over today to take the record and she goes, So what's the movie you're doing tonight? Oh no. And I said, Lion King. She goes she literally goes, Dude, what? Seriously? How have you not seen Lion King? <laughs> All right, my <laughs> daughter's thirteen.
1: <laughs> Brian, my daughter's going to turn three in October and she has seen Lion King.
0: Again, I'll say this is why we do the show. <laughs> no. Okay, so
1: it's funny. Like so I got a text from one of our listeners, right. and she told me from last week, she's like, I had to stop the podcast.
0: She's like, what I heard,
1: she's like, I got chills, and I had to stop the podcast. Right. I think a lot of people, those of you that are driving, are probably pulled over to the side of the room crying for you right now.
0: Or trying to Google my home address to send hate mail.
1: Right? When people are, like, running, no. they, like, trip over nothing. Like, what?
0: like a pipe bomb. <laughs> This is an
1: anthrax I to just, Brian's house Like okay so I was thinking Lady of the Tramp I can't freak out on you for that It's one that I think everybody should have seen Like in our age group
0: I still don't know if I've seen it though
1: But well right but uh, <laughs> And Up <laughs> Up is another one of those that's like it's an awesome movie Great right. story but it's again Like I was thinking it cannot be Lion King Lion King is one he's gotta be messing with me Throwing that in there it cannot It's Lion
0: King I will say this I'm enjoying this.
1: Hans <laughs> Zimmer and Elton John did the soundtrack. Uh, Matthew Broderick, James Earl Jones, Jeremy Irons, Jonathan Taylor Thomas are all voices in this movie, and you've
0: never seen it. You do understand the premise of the show. I
1: do. And no, that's the thing. Like,
0: <laughs> I just. Well, all right. I know. Well, I, I'm here. without about,
1: words, so we should just turn this thing about, off and go how watch about the movie. You but. just take
0: a deep breath, okay? <laughs> I'll pop you some popcorn. We'll get a tasty beverage, and we'll sit down and enjoy The Lion King. It's going be a strong
1: we'll tasty beverage.
0: <laughs> this is the kid's portion of the show, okay? Right. all right. I should
1: have brought Nora here so she could just rip you a new one. Just, across the yes. man, just
0: constantly throughout the oh, whole entire, right. like every five minutes, how have you not seen this? Right. How have, seen this? how have you not seen Oh, this? man. All right. Well, how, why don't we just go watch a movie? We should. All right. We're going to go watch a movie. Right. And uh, like I said. If, if you, you're the <laughs> only
1: other person besides Brian. If you
0: haven't wrecked your vehicle right now, hit pause on the podcast. Go Watch Lion King. If you're like me and you're sad and haven't watched this Which movie, you're not, so you can you're keep probably listening. not. I'm the only person in the world who hasn't seen Lion King. So just keep listening through the montage and we'll see you on the back half. But if by some freak chance or if you just want to just watch The Lion King Because it's a great movie. Hit pause, go watch it, and then come back on the second half and enjoy the uh, rest of the show with us. Alright, so oh, we'll so see weird. I just I'm gonna give Jim some oxygen and then we're gonna go watch the movie. I'm so sad right now. <laughs> A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, Simba,
1: the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. And this will all be mine? Everything. Everything the light touches. Life's not fair, is it? You see, I... Well, I shall never be king <laughs> And you
0: Shall never see the light of another day
1: <laughs> hey, he looks blue I'd say brownish gold No, 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 no. I mean he's depressed Oh, kid, what's eating you? Nothing, he's at the top of the food chain
0: <laughs> What about that shadowy place? That's beyond our borders must never go there simba but i thought
1: a king can do whatever he wants
0: oh there's more to being king than getting your way all the time there's more (laughs) come on will you cut it out can't cut it out it'll go right back (laughs) creepy little monkey oh look at the sun it's time to go what's the hurry we love you to stick around dinner
1: yeah we could have whatever's lying
0: around (laughs) wait 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 i got one i got one make mine a cub sandwich what'd you think (laughs)
1: Don't turn your back on me, Scar. Oh, no, Mufasa. Perhaps you shouldn't turn your back on me.
0: When the world turns its back on you, you turn your back on the world. Repeat after me. Hakuna Matata. What? Hakuna Matata. It means no worries. Scar! Brother, help me!
1: (laughs) Long live the king. Whoa, whoa, time out. Let me get this straight. You know her, she knows you, but she wants to eat him. And everybody's okay with this? Did I miss something? Only one choice. We must leave Pride Rock. We're not going anywhere. Then you have sentenced us to death. Then so be it can't do that. I am the king. I can do whatever I want. If you were half the king Mufasa was, you I'm would... ten times the king Mufasa was. What was that? <laughs> the weather. Very peculiar, don't you think? No one ever means for these things to happen. But the king is dead. And if it weren't for you, we would still be alive.
0: Somebody once told me th- that the great kings of the past are up there watching over us really Will you stopped following me who are you the question is who are you i thought i knew that's not my father it's just my reflection no look <sighs> you see He lives in you. Simba, you have forgotten me. No. How could I? You have forgotten who you are and so forgotten me. You must take your place in the circle of life. How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. Remember who you are. You are my son.
1: All right, we are back. Yes, we are. From Lion King, the circle of life. Back from the jungle. This has become kind of the the circle of the Dude What podcast. We there. do
0: come full circle on these we things.
1: We do. Which, so it's interesting, I, I have actually been having a lot of conversations with different listeners that we right know, on. and um, a lot of them, I guess, didn't realize we actually, we literally record, yes. stop. Go watch the movie. Stop. Like we come back.
0: Immediate reaction. So like. So the these I,
1: reactions that you're yeah. giving and like the feedback you're giving and the review yep. is an immediate, like if yep. you had went to the theater right. and you come out of it exactly and you're having dinner afterwards and you're talking about it.
0: Yeah. This, uh, this is the way I wanted to have it to set up. I didn't want there to be this thing where I take like three or four or five days sure. to think about it. Sure. I wanted to get my initial gut reaction yep. as to what I just saw and dive in from there. Just on the same level as revealing what the, movie is to you and not telling you what it is right, you right. know prior I wanted your real reaction right to the movie that we're going to watch <laughs> right <laughs> we're going to watch and so I think the best way to cover these movies is to cover it right after we watch it. That sure. way, it's still fresh in my mind. I don't have to sit and look back on things and right. recall things or whatever. It's right there. I can just go ahead and speak to it.
1: So I, I, I just wanted to, I guess, yeah. acknowledge that or bring that up because yeah, we I definitely know we, have we definitely some do, some that, do like, that. So because even like weeks later, we'll be talking about a movie that we had uh-huh. done
0: on the show. And well, I mean, we did the same thing with Groundhog Day. Yeah, we broke after it down, thinking about it for a while. Yeah, we, after, and yeah. you know you obviously infamous now you took issue with my <laughs> ranking of it, but that was more in hindsight, right? You know, we had the initial gut reaction, we talked about it, uh, broke it down the best we could actually sure. in the moment based on what we saw in that moment, and then after a little bit of time, you know, he went back and we rehashed over it. I don't really have a problem with that at all because I feel like it's especially with movies, you don't have just a like a one off conversation, it's an ongoing conversation, especially whenever people have differing opinions.
1: For sure, you no, know, for sure.
0: The conversation that's why we always say it's not just. A, you know, a quick little tagline, join the conversation that we put on Facebook and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, movies are an outlet for people. Yeah. Movies are a way of entertaining themselves, and they create these conversations, these topics of discussion. And they don't have to just be over the course of a dinner sure, or sure. one night out. They can be ongoing. And you know? I think
1: that's why some people they look to movies like I'll watch that over and over, you know, because it's right, it's so rich for them, and it's yes. a powerful story, and it's maybe shaped them in in a way. Anyway, I just, I don't know. I thought, you know, we haven't really talked about that. Right. uh, So anyway, Lion King, what is your, knowing that now, coming out of it, I literally was (laughs) giving you crap for like 15 minutes into the show still, but uh, into the movie, but.
0: Literally. uh... Literally, like, okay, a scene would happen, and then after the scene was done and there was a transition to a new scene, Jim would turn to me like, I cannot believe you haven't seen this freaking movie.
1: <laughs> and then even at the end, like, as, soon, even as, at, end as credit, soon as the end credits came, you're like, going, well, I could knock that off my list. I'm like, I can't believe. <laughs>
0: as you're walking through the kitchen, I cannot believe you haven't seen this. <laughs> So So
1: anyway, so what are, uh, now you have seen The Lion King. What is your boom, immediate reaction, initial thoughts, go.
0: My first initial reaction to this movie is that this was a lot darker than I thought going into it. Yeah. I mean, there are some dark themes, some
1: emotional stuff going on.
0: Yeah, there really is, and it's crazy how they were able to kind of interweave throughout the story this whole pursuit of dominance, this pursuit of ruling, and the means you will go to just to get that power. The power, yeah. Then you tie into that that interweaving of storylines, yeah. the family dynamic, just the power struggle within, not only just a ruling class, you know, among the lions, right, but also. Within- Within family. family. Yeah. I mean, that's some deep stuff. Yeah. For a Disney film? Yeah,
1: but I, that's the that's <laughs> crazy thing. So you look, I, I went back now with having young girls. Nora loves Cinderella and like, you know, right. we've watched Snow White, like somebody's older and I'm yeah. like, I mean, even like Little Mermaid, I was like, man, there's some, some really dark stuff but right. like Disney, a lot of their storytelling, it, it has a, good versus evil kind right. of dynamic now we, we live in a day and age where the evil people you know even the there's no good or evil there's just good and then not so good because like even the yeah. evil like there's a reason why they're evil so then you know so there, there's kind of it kind of takes away that that dynamic which is having that dynamic is a great plot I mean it, well, it, it's it a, creates it's
0: a, great story it's a good it's a, it's good storytelling that's yeah. all it is and when yeah. we talked about it, we banged that point I don't know how many times on this show I mean yeah. just if you're able to weave a storyline and stay truthful to that storyline doesn't it doesn't matter what the themes are, how adult they are, and for what genre of film, you're going to be able to tell that story and not worry about age group watching it and stuff like that. Right. Now, there were a couple scenes that was just like, man, this is for kids. Right. Yeah, I mean it, it. got like I said, dark. I, I wrote it in all caps on my notepad yeah. with a couple exclamation parts. Dark.
1: So it's interesting. I don't know how deep we want to go in our in our personal lives <laughs> on this show, but um, I think you know now listeners have kind of started investing in us, and I, I think they would I be interested. So. Maybe hopefully you guys are interested in hearing some of our story, our backstory, I guess you could say. But right. Um, so something I thought about, like like after the fact of like lying, are you freaking kidding me? Is the dynamic of losing a father. Now I personally. My connection with my father right. was never really there. Okay. Uh, same with my step, like right. age of seven. Mom and dad split, like kind of deal. Stepdad, same s- situation. I've heard you talk about your father. I yes. I remember. I may, have, I think, I even knew you uh, maybe around the time that your father had passed, and uh, maybe we were still very uh, new in our friendship at that time. And but, so, because of that element in the story, honestly, I that's my mind immediately went to that because I know yeah. you have a lot of love, respect, and for your father, and I, the way right. you talk. About him, but then also knowing and, and losing that, and so by my point of bringing that up is not to be like, hey, let's air out some, you know? Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm. At but, but honestly, I want to get your perspective from that dynamic of seeing that and like, where did that? Because I mean, a lot of people look at Lion King and they go, that's a sad movie, and that's right. especially that scene. Like, I think the first time I saw it, I was, I even, I, I'm pretty sure, teared up. It, you know, the first time that I had seen that and like really experienced that. Which scene? The, which scene are film. you talking
0: about? The uh, when he when, when
1: he, Mufasa it, when he, uh, dies, like yeah. when he. You know, right, and right, 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 then, that, that then, realization.
0: Yeah. Then okay. more
1: so after the fact of Simba realizing, like, wake up, you know, and all of this. And so right. um, a very emotional scene just in the storytelling aspect. But yes. I wanted to kind of get from you, I guess, what, what was – because of experiencing loss of of a father.
0: Well, a lot of people who know me, they know that my father passed away of cancer. That whole process of what he went through, that was tough. And then when he passed, as tough as it was at the moment, there was a bit of relief too because he suffered so much. With regard to this story, Simba sees his father pass at such a young age and then, you know, of course you got the uncle coming in and altering things and messing with his head and, you know, really playing on his emotions. So it's a little bit different dynamic. But what I connected with was further on down the road you see Simba growing up he still struggles with this past that was make believe you know he yeah. was made to believe that he was responsible so he struggles with that and I think the thing that kind of resonates is when he has the vision of his father and his father's like don't forget who you are yeah. you know I think anytime you lose a parent especially one that you look up to and one that you <clears throat> one that you care about and one that means so much to you and has such an impact on you I think I think when they pass you look back on that <clears throat> and I think you add Ask yourself that question. I think you ask yourself or, uh, or you tell yourself, geez. Uh, but I think when you get. Uh, but when when someone when a parent passes, God bless it. Okay, I'm not getting emotional. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, no, right. Do you need some water? What in the hell? I swear to God. No, I get it. Like, it's all the salt in the popcorn. Popcorn is a bad idea. Okay. Take three. Take 10. (laughs) I think whenever someone that you revere and then you look up to when, you know, especially a parent when they pass as time goes on, especially if you don't tackle those emotions and those feelings, like the grieving process, you don't yeah. go through, which I, I was guilty of that. Sure. It took me a couple years before I even started the grieving process. Sure. It was almost as if it didn't happen. And I think what happens, you kind of start to tell yourself that remember who you are. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget where you came from. Yeah. Don't forget what's important. You know, I think that that for me and that scene, when that happened, it resonated with me because it's like, you know, he says, don't forget who you are, yeah. you know, well, who I am is directly related to who my dad was. Sure. You know, sure. and for the longest time, I didn't reconcile those feelings whenever he passed. Yeah. And so I had to, I had to dredge through that work and through that, right. work through it all, get yeah. it out, find a place where I have peace with him being gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think there's a correlation in this story because Simba had to find a way to find a peace with his father being gone and what that means for his destiny right. moving forward in his own life, you know, and coming to grips with that, and then of course, you know, everything that he thought was his life was this big lie, yeah. And then it all comes out in the end with you know, with the big battle there at the end, yeah, with the scar, yeah. And, yeah. Which I mean, that is such a parallel, I think, to some people's lives. Because, sure. I mean, I think something like that sure. could easily happen sure. in real life to someone else, yeah. you know, someone being the supposed uh, reason for someone's injury, passing, whatever, right. and then come to find out years later that was not even the case at all. Sure. I mean, it was somebody else kind of pulling strings, you know. Well, so, I
1: think even like from – I know from me, like, so, like I said, my mom and dad split when I was young. Right. Um, but I carried with me for a long time that element of feeling like I had something to do. With that. Right. Because I was just old enough to really kind of realize stuff was going on. And it right. wasn't until I got older that, you know, <laughs> and sitting down with my mom and and really her kind of explaining more why they split. But I don't know for me, it's always been something like just the fact that I I and you and I think we both agree on this, and most of our listeners probably would too, that fathers are so vital and so pivotal. Yeah. And they shape so much, and especially in a young man's life. It's true. Um, it's and, very true. You know, so you see this cycle, you see the circle of life with the Lion King. You yes. see, that, yeah. There's a story. It's an animated movie. Yeah. All of this, but there's some very deep and, you, like you said, dark <laughs> moments, but also yeah. very deep life. It's just crazy to think you can yeah. sit and watch lions,
0: <laughs> yeah. cartoon lions, animated lions, right, yes. and
1: and walk away with a deep, profound sense of like,
0: yeah. I mean, oh, wow. There, I mean, <laughs> it, there's a lot of emotional themes that are underlying the the main storyline. That you know, it's kind of like a, it's like a parallel track. You have your main story line and it's like well what's this emotional stuff that's underlying that as well that's going to kind of go hand in hand with it so it's almost like they're walking on the same path side by side yeah. you know you got your main story the the conflict but then it's like what else is going on with these characters yeah. you know and again it just goes back to great writing and great storytelling
1: yeah it was dynamic so I, I didn't want to you know hopefully uh, our, our listeners enjoyed just that dynamic of the, yeah. our conversation I, I don't ever want to go like too deep and be like hey let's have a deep <laughs> really deep cut you know because I would keep things light and fun but at the same point I think when dealing with story, regardless of what medium, it deals with life.
0: You always try and find something. And like like you said, that's the point you just made. No matter what the medium is, you know, film, music. Painting. Painting. uh, You know, we just watch an animated movie. Storytelling, characters. Can you relate to them? How do you correlate your own life to the the characters that you're seeing on screen? We we always try and find something to connect with in a movie. And I think a lot of times when... You don't connect with a character, or you don't connect with a story. That's when you lose interest in what is on the screen. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think that's we did it with uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. A lot of the characters I could not connect with at all. There was nothing about them that rang true to me. So therefore, my brain shut them down, sure. and that affected my whole entire viewpoint of what the movie is. I didn't have that with this movie, especially for somebody like me who has lost my father. Yeah, I can relate to that. Right, you know the struggle with not having the one who was supposed to be there. You know, just like that scene where what's the, the girl's name? Nala. Where she finds Simba yeah. and they have this discussion and everything seems kind of great. They're, you know, back in each other's life, but yeah. then she's like, You need to come back. I'm not going back to that, whatever, you know, and then he kind of walks off by himself and he's out in that, that big open field and it's at night, he's looking at the stars, you know, and it's like you were supposed to be here. You all you said you would always be here for me, and you're yeah. not. And I brought it up to you that yeah. whoever the graphic artists were that put together that scene, the way it was shot, that when he says that, like it's kind of like over his shoulder looking up at the sky, right? Yeah, kind of a close. He's, yeah, he's grown up, he's a you know, he's a man now yeah. and he's looking at the sky and, and then when it comes back out to the back. wide shot yeah. and he's sitting there, they, it almost looks like they intentionally drew it to where, you know, even though he's grown he looks he, like a, he looks like a child because yeah. that's how he feels in that, in that moment, scene. Yeah. In that moment, because yeah. he's looking to the heavens, thinking, "Where are you? Where is my dad? Yeah. I need you now. Yeah. I've always needed you." And then he, he, the way it's drawn, he looks like. It. I don't know if they intentionally did that, but it was. I thought it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, so, no, a great directing on that aspect as well as just the, right. the animation and the. Because yeah. I've, I've obviously I've watched the movie a lot, and it's more become background what? noise for me. Right, <laughs> right. Uh,
0: because <laughs> you were only
1: singing during the movie, <laughs> right? Right, right. But uh,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to watch a movie so, and then I hear like backing vocals from the other end but, of the couch. But you,
1: it was interesting. It, again, that's the beauty of watching it with somebody that's never seen because it's what through, you're saying. Yeah, it's through fresh eyes. No, through fresh <laughs> eyes though, and and that's no, you know the I whole understand. you know new way to look at old favorites thing, which is right. cool. So, uh, but anyway,
0: so um, See, I found it funny that I thought you took this one harder than the Braveheart reveal. Yeah, you really did. Like I, you were it, pissed about Braveheart.
1: I was. But then when
0: you found out about this one, I thought you were going to strangle me
1: and I don't know why <laughs> and, and so, so but see here's the interesting for me like I would say Braveheart and Lion King both deal with that whole father thing and, yeah, and the power struggle very and what is, you know you see the because I, I think I brought up a little bit of Braveheart like you see that dynamic of like what a real man should be but you also see all the failures that men who claim to be real men uh, do and I think you see, you see those dynamics within the Lion King you see yeah. it's James Earl Jones dude like I mean hey, come on right but Just you see no that more. you see the dynamic where he was like Simba come here but then yeah. he like you know the noogie and all that, yeah. and then, but you, so you see this beautiful picture of what it means to be a good dad, but then you see the elements that Scar brings in, you see even Timon and Puma, kind of their philosophy of life, is like, oh, eh, no responsibility. He had a,
0: a nice spectrum of, of outlook on life, Definitely. And, and, you know, just, Definitely. just different, you know, kind of a, a emotional ways of viewing the world and yeah. how life should be. Definitely got that, because, you, you know, like you said, with, uh, with Mufasa, you have the stern ruling lion, but then you have the soft-hearted father who just wants his son to grow up and be good. Yeah. And be under, strong, understand, be, be strong, but be fair, be, and, yeah. you know, understand life. Yeah. And then, you know, you have Scar, who is the darker side of that. It's like, you know, me, me, me. Right. Why you know, why am I the one left out? You know, why why can't I be king and all this yeah. stuff? And you know, so very selfish and you know, like you said, uh, the Timon Pumba. Yeah. 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 I mean, they they just kind of like, yeah, whatever, take it as it comes. Yeah. You know, this is this is our life, you know, we're living in this beautiful rainforest, so everything's good. And
1: eating grubs and- eating grubs. Yeah, <laughs> gross, right. But yeah. So I guess maybe why and I was doing, you know, doing research during the movie, I think maybe one of the reasons why it really struck me so much that you haven't seen this is because, uh, and I didn't even realize this was a thing, but the Disney, what they call the Disney Renaissance, which happened from 1989 to 1999.
0: Disney Renaissance.
1: Yeah, so basically that is when uh, Little Mermaid, Rescue Is Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Mulan and Tarzan. That's the season that all of those came out and they were all like
0: huge. How I mean, many over how many years was that?
1: This is from 89 to 99. Oof. Right, and so here's the thing: Lion King was the 32nd animated film, and it was the fifth in the Disney Renaissance era. Okay. So, I when I think of Disney movies, I right. immediately go to Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and Lion King. Like those are the four big ones that right. I go to when I think of a Disney movie. You know, and so and I would honestly say now Frozen, but <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and anybody that's seen it knows what I mean by that so if you haven't which I get the feeling that you probably haven't you have no reason to but whatever I'm
0: definitely not going to divulge it here well right (laughs) I mean why would I ruin a potential you know list later on down the road
1: right right (laughs) <laughs> but, like, so, until 2013, it held the record for being the highest grossing animated film in history.
0: Until 2013? What dethroned it? Do you have that? Frozen. Frozen
1: okay. came out in 2013. Gotcha. And, it, and, honestly, a lot of people look at Frozen as, like, maybe Disney's comeback. Because oh, really? between, from, from basically 99 until 2013, there's, like, this slump within, within Disney. Uh, and a lot of that's because computer animation was taking root. Pixar was coming out with like right, a lot right. of their stuff. Now Disney and Pixar are kind of married have an awkward relationship but um (laughs) (laughs) they have a very sore past with one another but they're together so um but anyway that's so i guess my question for you then like your overall thoughts then we kind of got into some some deep stuff but what in your opinion makes an animated
0: film good very good question i think (laughs) that's why you ask these (laughs) hard-hitting questions how to answer that, to be honest with you, because, I mean, I got to think that obviously a good story, a fun story, which, you know, Lion King, that's a dark story, but sure. it's a sweetheart of a story. It really is, you yeah. know, the, the dynamic between father and son. Um, Overall, I would say probably you got to have fun characters, characters that you want to root for. Yeah. yeah. You got to have the, that main character. I think that's a theme in a lot of Disney films. Sure. You know, the animated films that you got to have a lead character that you really want happiness for and you right. want success for you you know, and if you don't have that, then you're probably gonna have a flop of a movie. Yeah. You know, as as far as an animated film goes. And just really good art direction and pay attention to the details and the graphics. Yeah. Obviously. I mean it's an animated movie, so yeah. you don't want to like, you know, kinda do, you know, halfway with it and it come out looking like crap and, right. you know I there were so many times in this movie that I noticed I even made a note of it I put good color schemes yeah. because there were so many times where they would do like this wide uh, setup shot you know where the scene was about to take place or whatever but just, but just like this wide yeah. shot of it and mm-hmm. bright colors or you know or if they were darker colors you know they still had like you know, spots of light in them yeah. and it looked nice yeah. it looked really good well, I remember Before, a couple I, plus, times
1: you were like wow that's a really cool well, shot yeah, yeah.
0: Like, well there was a there was like one shot I believe it's uh the monkey what's the monkey's name
1: he's a baboon baboon oh <laughs> and his name is Rafiki I, I, hold, but... <laughs> hold, up.
0: hold up we're talking about an animated feature here okay excuse me for saying monkey it's not a monkey it's a baboon but anyway <laughs> the face does give it away anyway the baboon <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the tree that he lives in. Yeah. There was one shot where I think a storm was coming in mm-hmm. and they had some really cool lightning effects in the yeah. back yeah. that I thought, man, yeah. that's pretty good. It looked really like crisp and sharp and, and just yeah, nice. It looked really good. I, I think obviously, you know, the art has to be great and then the story has to be good. Yeah. And, and just a believable, rootable character for for the lead that you absolutely want nothing but happiness for. Yeah, that's the formula for a good, successful animated, animated. Disney film.
1: Okay, but so it's funny you, you say that though. So this was Disney's B team that made this movie, really? Because around the same time, the A team, if you will, a lot of the top animators were wanting to work on Pocahontas. Oh, really? Well, Pocahontas didn't do as good as Lion King.
0: So the, you're saying a lot of people lost their job.
1: I don't know that but I just I'm just saying like I just when I read that I was like what this is crazy
0: I think the ghost of Walt Disney <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> kicked in the door what is this crap Mickey Mickey said, you're fired but uh well <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> this movie
1: is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, I don't I just thought that was, uh, I thought that was really interesting and I, I don't know, there's a lot of cool things. I, I've, again, because of wanting to do cartoons and, and do animation and stuff, like, I, I've just always found it interesting, especially behind the scenes things. Right. And, um, but like, this is a movie that uh, was, there was maybe 20 minutes of computer animation, but most of it was still the old school hand-drawn. Right. Um, you know, so they kind of had, a, they were kind of mixing a little bit of that. Like, the will-to-be scene, that was, it took, um, what I brought it down. It took three years. Three years? Three years. Did they was
0: that not computer? It was Well, the... so
1: there there was. There was the element of the computer right. but then also the hand drawn. But they had a they had to create a program to basically create that scene so that the wildebeest weren't running through each other. But three years and I, I oh, this is the Good crazy Lord. thing. Development of this story began in nineteen eighty eight. But so, the production so, didn't begin in '91.
0: So it be, the story began before this whole Renaissance that you talked about. earlier. Yeah. Then. So like
1: the the concept of this, yeah. and it, they, some of it's like based off of Hamlet, and there's a few other things that they have uh, really the storyline.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Right. Now we're really getting right. <laughs> right.
1: But uh, so but but it, so the development though of the Lion King began in '88, but they didn't even start production until '91, and they were at the same time working on Pocahontas. So right. And this this movie also won Oscars for best music and uh, the original yeah. song. Yeah, as one. well as Best uh, Music Original Score, and then a Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture in a comedy or musical. So uh, anyway, so I say all that, to, you know, just to kind of fun facts for our for our friends listening. Right. Um, so what were your thoughts on the story? Like, I mean, we've kind of dived right. into some of
0: that, but... The story is strong. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a relatable story. Just, the, you know, like we've already talked about the idea of losing someone close, especially a father figure, especially whenever you're a son, incredibly tough. Yeah. And then just the uh, treacherous actions of a family member. Remember being betrayed by betrayal and being lied to and anyone can relate to that. And then just the struggle of what your destiny is, accepting what your responsibilities, not only to yourself, but to other people. Yeah. And, you know, really taking that in and really accepting it, embracing it and going for it. Yeah. I mean, the story, it's a solid story. It's a very solid story. It's really good. I liked it. So we both like comedy.
1: We like to laugh. There was definitely some comedic elements (laughs) uh, with Timon and Pumbaa, obviously, uh, bringing a lot of that. uh, I had
0: a lot of fun trying to nail down the voices. Yeah. I, I got a couple of them.
1: Well, I'll be honest because you asking about Timon, and and yeah. I, I for the longest time thought Billy Cr- he sounds it really a lot sounded like Billy Crystal, like Billy Crystal but you said Billy it was Nathan Crystal
0: Lane, and as soon as you said Nathan Lane, I heard it, I was like, yeah, you're right, yeah. you're yeah. Right. But uh, which so I what? which I told you I thought was funny because you you know you told me Matthew Broderick, which I ended up hearing that right. you did the older voice of Simba, Yeah. and uh, I thought it was funny that Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick working together on this because they would do you know the producers on Broadway later on. Yeah, so I, I just found that you know very coincidental
1: yeah uh, no and so what i don't know talk to me about that what what was there a comedic aspect to it that you liked or didn't like just the
0: interaction between like especially the hyenas with cheech marin as well i mean yeah anytime you get cheech marin involved (laughs) on anything right right. that's solid gold in my opinion i mean he can he do anything wrong i mean all right all right let's let's sidebar here okay (laughs) is there anything cheech marin can't do well i mean, seriously comedically he's great he can sing he can actually sing really yeah he's a great actor he can handle comedy he can he can handle uh, drama. Yeah, Cheech Marin is amazing. Yeah,
1: he's, I love that guy. He's he's kind of the whole package, I guess. Huh? <laughs> he really is. You know, he's <laughs> great.
0: And you know, plus he's working with Whoopi Goldberg. You know, as you know, they're the hyenas yeah. working off each other, and it's so great. And then Nathan Lane. And then you told me the name of the uh, of yeah uh, Ernie uh, Sabella. Uh, I don't know who. That yeah, I is. don't either. I but I bet if I looked him up the song, I'd be like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. But you know, their dynamic working yeah. together. And... Well,
1: so it's funny they both actually went to audition for parts of. It's being hyenas right. and they, they kind of met each other I guess outside of the auditioning area. and they, they realized that they both were auditioning for yeah. hyena well then they, they said hey can we audition together
0: they probably just sat there and like riffed with each other waiting to go uh, yeah. in you know, and, and so they were like, reading hey. the hyena lines yeah. and
1: the, the people that were casting directors were like they would actually be really good for Timon and Pumbaa right Right. and they, I thought they were really good they were good. great yeah. they, were, they
0: were really funny there yeah. was what was that oh the, we mentioned it they <laughs> were uh, I, you're going to kill me again what was the name of the, the female lion uh, Nala okay Which she woke she, him up yeah she woke him up and she's there she's looking for Simba yeah and you know they have like that quick little exchange and yeah. it was such like a callback to who who's on a, first yeah, who, yeah. Has like, <laughs> who
1: has a scar who has a scar the monkey's his uncle like
0: yeah <laughs> I mean it was so funny like yeah. you know Abbott and Costello I mean it was, just, it, was it was really funny yeah. you know the that is the comic relief that you need in a story like this right. when there's so many dark elements yeah. throughout the course of the story yeah. I mean it's like at one point you have a hyena yelling out to yeah. Simba a little Baby Simba, you know, uh, you know as he's running you, away. Yeah. If you come back, I'll kill you. Yeah. Then you go into Hakuna Matata, right? I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, that's some dark stuff, man. right? Yeah. But yeah, no, the 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 comic relief in this was very good. Yep. Nathan Lane knocked it out of the park on yep. this. Cheech Marin, Whoopi Goldberg, they they knocked, they all did a great job with their parts in this. Yeah. It was really
1: good. So, did you have a favorite scene, just in general, in the movie?
0: I liked all the scenes with the hyenas when it was really like dark stuff. Yeah. But then they would just. Flip it on a dime, Yeah. you know, to, with like a the like, with like a funny line or yeah. a laughing thing. Yeah, the the hyena scenes were always really good. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. And I did love the scene, like we talked about earlier, where you know he's looking to the sky and you know, asking you know where he's at and all that stuff. I mean, I felt like that was like a really pivotal emotional point in the story. Sure. So sure. the then you know he has the vision. He goes, which I called it.
1: Yeah. No, right? you did. Because and, 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 I was like, what do you mean? You were talking about he, he where, sees his father yeah, in the reflection of a the, lake or something. The, the
0: baboon, part. not the monkey. That's that's leads right. him Rafiki. to the leads him to the lake or the pond or whatever yeah. and, you know he's like you know where is he and he's like look and yeah. makes him look at his reflection you know I thought and I called that I was like he's, he's probably gonna take him to the lake and have him look at his reflection and it's like <laughs> boom called it got it <laughs> but that was that was that was a good scene yeah. that, that whole sequence of events there it was really good yeah no it's good oh and that's I good. like the scene with uh, <laughs> when he smacks him in the head with the stick yes and, you know he's like we learn from the past <laughs> and he goes to hit him again yeah <laughs> That was funny. Had a, a Miyagi moment, kind of yeah. thing. So the baboon has some really good funny lines he, too. He did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You Ooh, were, this weather.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh man. Okay. So um, were there? I mean, we've talked about obviously we always talk about soundtrack things like that. I already said right. that, you know they've won Oscars and stuff for that. But I just ask you, were there anything? Was there anything you disliked about
0: the movie? Star. Really? Yeah. It's such a hateable character very hateable character just be and and not i mean he was sinister but it wasn't like over the top like devious darkness it was like subtle oh god i i wrote it down i wrote down here i put scar dash high up on the cinematic douchebag scale. Yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah. Or, you know, Scar is way up on the list of just on-screen characters you hate. Yeah. And he was up there. Just a Which, terrible person. Kudos, man. Jer- so
1: Jeremy Irons voiced that. And, so. yeah, like he just, and it's funny, he didn't want to do the voice. Really? But then he saw some of the animation, and he was like, I have to do the voice. Oh, really? And so then the animators changed Scar's face to emulate some of Jeremy Irons' Facial features. Well, he's
0: good at playing just sinister roles right. on uh, on camera anyway. But it, it's so. it's
1: interesting. I mean, because that's something I think Disney does really well is creating a villain like tailor made. Yeah, it. like but if you if you have a good villain, yeah, you can have a. Good oh, he story. was definitely
0: a, a great villain. I just hated him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't he was make,
1: high on the douchebag. Still, so that's awesome.
0: I did <laughs> very high on the. <laughs> if you had to do a one through ten, probably a fifteen. Such a douchebag. Oh, yeah. God, I wanted, you, I wanted to be a cartoon. Right. All right In that moment I wanted to be a cartoon So I can go in there You want to be Puma And like push him off the ledge Oh no I would be like Like a really hardcore cartoon (laughs) Like with spikes And chainsaws Oh man Scar would make it out of there Scar would not make it out Not make it out of there at all I made a note That Jeremy Irons Shouldn't sing Yeah Right It was more like Jeremy Irons talking There you go He's like talking in rhythm Yeah Yeah He started singing I was like Come on really Yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, well, but I think I think honestly that might be just a testament to the fact that I just uh, the scar you just did not like just him just scar uh, yeah
1: just uh. why I mean I, you kind of said like cuz of the subtle I think, manipulative
0: just I think the idea of a character you know and like we said you know relating this to real life the thought of someone so selfish and so wrapped up in themselves that they would alter not only a father's life obviously with Mufasa's death, but the life of a child who has no earthly idea of anything that's going on in life. Just what is in front of him, you know, what catches his eye of the day. And then what his father tells him because he, uh, idolizes his father so much yeah and i think the idea of having a character like that that's if you saw that character in a regular movie yeah you'd, you'd be fighting you would be fighting emotionally
1: yeah
0: to find a way to get into that movie and kill that character yeah because yeah. the idea that someone like that just boils your
1: blood yeah just preys on the innocent yeah and the and i the just i
0: don't know of- i i know it's just and we're getting deep on this because it is an animated. Feature, I mean, it's, but, it's
1: funny though that, uh, but, uh, but, not funny, know, but it's interesting that an animated movie that is made can elicit this kind of children, emotional response. Right, like we've had a deeper, longer conversation than any of the other movies we've had. Yeah, and it's an animated film.
0: It is based all on story. That's a, that is a testament to how powerful a, a very good story can be. Yeah, doesn't matter what type of genre it comes from. True, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: man, there's a ton of other fun facts I could give you as far as just for me that I find interesting, uh, maybe others will, but more than 600 artists, animators, technicians contributed to the film. Right, and uh, more than one million drawings were done. Okay, one thousand one hundred ninety-seven hand-painted backgrounds, one hundred nineteen thousand and fifty-eight individual colored frames of film. So, like all of that ga- going into a, what? What do we say? Eighty-minute film?
0: Eighty-eight minutes. Yeah. I believe is what the running time yeah. said. It's just of.
1: crazy when you think about the massive amount of hands and people that go into yeah. making films and stuff like this.
0: But and this was the Diamond Edition. Uh, ooh, yeah, Ray. Right. I don't know what that means. It just
1: means it's sexier on film. I think so, or on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway did you have any other thoughts or anything on the movie
0: no i don't have any other thoughts uh just other than you know there was a, a lot of the artwork and especially on a lot of the wide setup shots were phenomenal it's
1: a good movie so give me your ranking man what do you think what uh where would you put this on the dude scale
0: you want answers i want the truth you you can't handle the truth. Well, it is an animated feature and we talked in the first half about how there for a long period of time, animated movies just weren't on my radar sure. at all. Sure. Uh, plus, it's a musical. A lot of times I don't really dig musicals. Yeah. Alright, but, but the, see, we
1: haven't really talked about like what things you're not a huge fan of but yeah. that's I, interesting. So I
0: typically like a lot of, it really depends on the musical. Sure. It really does. Sure. Now, when Timon busts into that, it, you know, uh, cross-dressing uh, uh, a grass- yeah skirt or whatever which
1: was completely improv that was hilarious yeah completely that was funny that was
0: funny the story alone on this looking past the the fact that it's animated sure looking past the fact that it's a musical the story alone i'm the dude the dude so that's what you call me it's funny though because initially i was thinking of four all right i'll be honest i was initially thinking of four but over the course of us talking about it more yeah and rehashing over it, and really diving—actually, the deeper aspect of the movie—you can't help but make it a five. It's such a strong story. Yeah, I mean, it really is such a strong story that you have to—I mean, there's there's no other ranking for it. Yeah. It really is. I mean, they did a fine job on this. They did a really fantastic job on it. Well, and
1: Brian, honestly, the rest of the world
0: that has seen it—they <laughs> already knew what what I just told them. <laughs>
1: right? They agree because it's the best-selling home video of all time. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Cool. Now, I will say this. I, for me personally, I don't think there's a lot of high rewatchability for it just because of the Scar character. Sure. I don't think I could sit through that again. Sure. Just, ugh. Yeah. There's something about that that doesn't sit right with me. But the overall story is great. The movie the movie is great. But yeah, if I had to see Scar again. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't even want to say his name.
1: Right? Yeah, he's one of those... I put him up there with Jafar as far as I mean, animated characters that I hate, but... Who? Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> don't even. I will genie punch you in the neck.
0: <laughs> Next time on Dude Run. Right. So, okay. And I'm making a note...
1: That that's going to be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> One genie throat punch coming up.
0: Genie throat punching again. <laughs> the theme of throat punching, Jim, just fantastic. Yeah.
1: yeah, again, like I haven't have my coming out yet, so like it was more of a. I just I thought, thought throat, throat punching, punching was you know was a good safe area, <laughs>
0: you know. <laughs> but the, but it, well, I mean, it kind of goes in theme though with the idea of you wanting to be a cartoon, you know, genie throat punch. You know, just true. combine the two it's together. True.
1: <laughs> the only thing that would have made it better if I was like, yeah <laughs> terrible. You know.
0: What was that? <laughs> you
1: know. Don't
0: ever stop. Yeah. Okay, please stop. <laughs> All right, well, Jim's doing that over there. I don't know what the hell that is. All right, we'll talk about some other stuff that was going on here. Jim. What? Douchebags. Yeah, don't be one. Don't, don't be a douchebag. Douche we covered quite a few on the run of our show. <laughs> so many douchebags. And in fact, Scar was the inspiration for an idea that we had behind the scenes that now that we have a merch store, we could probably put it out. We could, yeah. We had an idea for a Dude What t-shirt that was just a list of movie douchebags, and Scar was going to be at the very top <laughs> of the list. Do you still have that list? We need to get it. Well, it, well it kind of evolved because <laughs> it, it we cover a film not too far in the future with a little douche, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that film here real soon. I think he was going to make an appearance on that list yeah, as well. I think he was. Yeah. But it was going to be like an ever-evolving list of just movie douchebags. And douche now bags. that we have a merch store on our website, we can maybe actually make a, a Dude What movie douchebag hey, shirt. Actually, I want to get some
1: feedback. Hey, guys, at DudeWhatPod.com. Okay? I want to find out, like, what should it say on the front? I've got the list that we're going to put on the back of the shirt. Should it just say... Don't be a douche. <laughs> I'm
0: open. What do you think? What, do we,
1: what yeah. should we have on the front? Give us some ideas. Of don't be a douche and just have
0: a list. And you know, while you're at it, I know Jim's got a list, but go, while you're at it, go ahead and send us uh, some of your samplings of movie douchebags as well, because there's plenty of them out there. Absolutely. Plenty of them out there. Who knows?
1: Actually, there may be some movies you haven't seen. Well, I don't want to talk about it right now. Jim, <laughs> let's, let's move speak on. <laughs> <a new list>. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of douchebag lists. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Now, Jim, on this episode, up to episode seven, I would say that this is probably the best reveal that we've had for a film because your reaction <laughs> was just priceless. Loved it. <laughs> Absolutely. Just a high level of disbelief. Like, you spent the better part from finding out what it was to the actual montage of just trying to convince yourself that maybe Brian made a mistake. Maybe he has seen Lion King. Yeah,
1: yeah that, looking, looking back that, now, I'm I've kind of put a little to time, to time to between it. <laughs> uh... I really I thought so you were gaslighting, gaslighting me. me, I think, you know, in the moment. Like, <laughs> like, he's just messing with me, right? You're just messing with me.
0: Uh, no, no, he no, was not. No, that was very, very true. <laughs> I had never seen the movie Lion King. And in fact, that's the still the only viewing that I've ever seen the Lion King. <laughs> Six years since, Jim, I've still only seen it one time. Yes, I mean, in all fairness, though, you did say there'd be no need to watch it again. Right, true, yeah. but I mean, I think I said that at the time, and I still hold true to that, but also the fact that my daughter loves this film, and so I would have thought maybe at some point it would have just popped up, she'd want to see it, but it hasn't happened, so, uh, you know, a win for me. <laughs> Let's talk about another reaction, uh, Jess for the win, super fan Jess for the win. Yeah. My goodness, you were, we were talking off mics about how you have uh, you hadn't talked to her in a, a long time, and she just been texting you recently saying, hey, getting back into listening to the show, and it, it, it's great to hear you guys doing your thing, so that's pretty awesome. Hi, Jess. How's it going? Hi, Jess. I miss you. Come see us.
1: Yeah, speaking of Jess for the win. Yeah, man. Yeah, this was an episode that I remember getting a text message. I I don't even know if I have it in my phone anymore. I probably don't. But yeah, where she was like... I mean, I saw the, the title... I thought, no, probably not. They're probably doing a play on words there. Like a little misdirect, right? Right. And, and no, she's no. like, but when she heard the reveal, she, she turned it off.
0: <laughs> she I said, turned That's it off. the reactions I'm looking for, Jim. And she, like, had to come, she had to like prepare
1: her heart and mind to come back later and listen prepare to
0: it. Prepare so. <laughs> her heart and mind. There's more of that church talk coming out. Love it. Well, yeah. safe to say that she didn't crash her car. She endured. She persevered. She hung with us. And we love her. We love you, Jess. Absolutely. You are a super fan. You know, listening back and getting notes together for this episode, you know, obviously this was kind of a big deal with us covering animation for the first time on the show and everything. This was also the first time on one of our episodes where I didn't fully have my ranking together, or at least I thought I had my ranking together going into the back half recording the show. But then... Us having our conversation kind of changed my mind. And that hadn't happened up until that point. That has happened a number of times on our show going forward. And I'm sure we'll cover those episodes when we get to them. But this was the first time that us chatting on the back half really altered the way that I look at how my ranking for the movie would be. So in a regard, that's kind of like the early seeds of One Final Thought.
1: And actually, uh, having, again, some distance between this episode just thinking about our evolution as individuals, our evolution as a cohesive podcast, right? right? I was still trying to get my footing on the back half those first couple episodes. And so this is where I feel like I was beginning to step into asking more intimate yes. and more personal questions I about agree. the movie. Yes. There is and, a
0: different tone in the back half on this episode. I I didn't make note of that, but you're right with the way that you handle the quote-unquote interview process on the back half. That's really how we do the back half of the show on these Do What Originals, where we come back and you're basically interviewing me and getting my thoughts on what we just saw. Yeah. There was a, a shift. There was a, a different tone, a different vibe, a different feel. And I don't know if it's because of the content of the film that we were watching. It probably has a lot to do with that. But, yeah, it's what our show is. Yes,
1: yes. And that, that that's where, because I remember... I remember back in that day, like kind of, cause even talking to a super fan, Todd Trout, oh, cause he used to, he and man. I used to work next to each other. Yes. And I remember telling him like, you know, with the early episodes, I was really wrestling with how much do I talk? How much do I not? How much do I engage? Because it's really about you and about, you know, and I didn't want to talk over you. I, it wasn't about me and my thoughts and opinions. And so I was really trying to fill all that out and kind of get a, get a good vibe going. And I feel like this one, I think because of the content, obviously uh, bringing up and talking about, about your father, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, that's a whole thread that, you know, we've talked about before Absolutely. fatherhood and yep. just uh, kind of reflecting back just on life, yep. really, just reflection on life, right? Uh, scars, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are deep. They sometimes. are deep. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the idea of the thread of the father and t- actually talking about my father in particular. You know, there's a moment in this episode, you guys just heard it. And at the time when I was doing the editing, after that incredibly horrible montage that you guys didn't get to hear. You heard a new one. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So much better. So much better. There was a part where I was talking about the, the idea of the father and what it means to be a father and, and the importance of that with regard to the film Lion King. And then I was talking about my dad who has passed and has been passed for almost 20 years now. And (laughs) I, Using my editing skills, I was a little bit, I don't know, I guess I was too into it. And I was like, I think this will be funny because there was a segment where I'm choking on popcorn. Like literally I had popcorn stuck in my throat, (laughs) salty, buttery, delicious popcorn. And I didn't have anything to drink. and And we were doing a lot of talking and I just started choking and I was coughing. You could hear it in there. And I decided to I was like, man, people are gonna think that like I'm choking up talking about my dad. I'm actually just choking on popcorn. Wouldn't it be funny if I layer the sad piano under this and it'd just be like this endearing moment? <laughs> and looking back on that was such a stupid idea. <laughs>
1: Not not a good
0: choice. It was not a good choice. A lot, lot of bad mistakes made on this episode.
1: It, it, in a way, though, it kind of also lends itself to your dark humor, I think, as well. It really does. So, I mean, <laughs> Knowing you personally. Yeah. Like, you know, it kind of, for me, it's like, okay. Yeah, because... You...
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> it's it's bright, Yeah. <laughs> well, we're having a serious
0: moment. Let's lighten the mood a right. little bit. That's kind of my uh, mantra. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to be stuck in the sadness too long, do we? <laughs> it reminded me of a funny text exchange I had with my brother that uh, I had Jim laughing about. I, I won't talk about that on here. Now, Scars, moving on. Right? <laughs> moving on. <laughs> but, you know, funny thing about that, you know, looking back on it from a production standpoint, I wish I had just cleaned up the audio. Sure. You know, instead of leaving in the flood. I talked about the flubs last episode yeah. on episode six leaving in flubs and mess ups and everything instead of just editing it out. You know, this episode here was the first episode where I started cutting out mistakes or like behind the scenes stuff and saving them into a folder. That way I could have funny bits to use later on for table scraps. I wish I had done that for that whole be choking on popcorn thing, you know, choking on the kernels as you might say, <laughs> <laughs> there's a call back to our, one of our St. Patrick's day hangovers, big time callback, but yeah, I, I wish I had saved that. That would have been a funny outtake, you know, that, you know, me acting like I'm choking up about my dad, but I'm not. I'm literally just choking on popcorn. But yeah.
1: You were literally choking. Yeah. 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 Which, but, and also, I mean, this was the, like you said, the first time you were kind of saving right. the clips. If I'm not mistaken, this would have, may have been around the time that behind the scenes you and I were discussing Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, we were looking in the this was like after yeah. school
1: had started. It was coming into the fall, possibly. Yeah. I can't remember, but I, I know that
0: we. This was right around September, beginning to middle of September. School had already started. We were we we're moving towards that direction. We knew that we wanted to do some holiday specials coming up. We were looking at Halloween. And we're like, all right, what can we do for Halloween? And then it's like started talking about. Okay, right, well, what can we do for Thanksgiving? What what kind of theme can we do for that? And then the idea of leftovers. What yeah. what are leftovers? It's like, well hmm, maybe I should start saving some of this behind-the-scenes stuff, these mess-ups, these flubs, these outtakes, this wacky stuff that just happens. Because what I was doing originally was I would turn the mic on and I would record, and then whenever it got to the point where we actually started doing the show, I just cut the beginning out and just deleted it. So that stuff's gone. And then I got to thinking, I was like, man, we have some really funny (laughs) behind-the-scenes conversations and gags and stupid stuff. That would just make for some really funny, entertaining stuff. So... It was around this time, this episode. this was the episode where I was like, "I should probably start saving that stuff, and so I did. It's been used by this point, I would say. oh so, yeah, there was yeah. on this one, there was only two clips actually that were saved for this one. There was one clip where we're talking about how'd you get the scar scar. <laughs> back in the closet with you scar where'd you get that scar scar
1: i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it
0: (laughs) so there's that one and then there was another one we were talking about oh the other clip was (laughs) i just remembered it ended up on a penis reel because We were talking about how deep of the conversations we were we were having on this episode, and it's the animated episode, and Jim's like, we should name it Let's Get Deep or Let's Go Deep. I'm like, We're not titling it, Let's Go Deep on a frickin' Homer's Sports Network with a bunch of kids listening. We're not doing that, Jim. No, going deep is not an option. (laughs) Not using that for a title we got to come up some
1: that comic book group that i was telling you about the was yeah. on instagram real, real early on their first episode was called going in dry <laughs> and it literally literally like they yeah. they just hit record i guess they're like hey oh are we on oh you know <laughs> oh, it's just like, okay,
0: I was well, like, uh there's a there's a wrestling podcast called uh, you know how they have monday night raw yeah. they have there's a wrestling podcast called going in raw
1: yeah. No, we don't need. <laughs> no, we're not
0: going deep <laughs> or getting deep, going in deep.
1: Oh man. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just laughing because <laughs> so ridiculous. Out of the blue, we've been trying to with these re-releases, we've been trying to keep it, you know, very PG. And it's, it's still
0: PG. I know, I but used, it's just funny. Because I use proper nomenclature. It, I didn't <laughs> just sexualize
1: funny. it. All right. No, I know. It's just funny because. I- I can just picture as people are listening, especially if you're new to the show. You're, you're
0: high. Hi, how are you? <laughs> like, what's a penis reel? What are you talking about? Too funny. Tune in in November. Table scraps. You'll find out very quickly. <laughs> and you might tune out. Anyway. Oh, let's reel it back. Let's in. reel it back. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, talking about the deep conversations that we had on the show jim let's let's turn this back around to adult conversation, please. We just talked recently on our side table of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, talking about the idea of whatever the medium is, it does not matter as long as your storytelling is compelling and we talked about the idea of using a cGI raccoon to convey a very compelling story and making you believe and making you buy in and invest your emotions into it. And we thought they did a very good job on that. We talked about that, and you guys should check that out. We'll link to it, actually, on this episode. But, Jim, talk about using a different medium other than just standard film to convey some great, deep storytelling. Animation, man. (laughs) On our show, notoriously, animation has been one of those things where it just, it's been tough for us, man, it, because we always mm-hmm. find ourselves diving into these conversations. It's true. It's true. And again, I,
1: I mean, we've talked about this before on the
0: animation episodes,
1: I believe. But, and we've talked about it from day one. We've always talked about story, story, right. story, story. There's this assumption about animation that it's, it's for kids. Light, and so, Fluffy. You automatically go in, into it, and I think that's why it's able to surprise you often.
0: I would say that for The Lion King especially, that might be why it hits so hard, because it does take you aback whenever it hits you with the content of what you're watching. <laughs> yeah. And it's animation. This this medium, like you were talking about, light, fluffy, it's supposed to be fun, happy. no. <laughs> Apparently not. Disney said, no, it does not have to be light and fluffy all the time. We can talk about some serious stuff. And we talked about some seriously bad stuff in this one because it was a dark episode. It really was. And speaking of being a dark
1: episode. Yeah. Kind of a, a stain upon our show for almost six years. Yeah. Matthew Broderick. <laughs>
0: I'm for joking. you. New he's listeners. Not a, he's not a state. No, he's a saying No, listen for you. New <laughs> listeners that are tuning in. You, you, you're probably under like Matthew Broderick. What's the, what, what do you have against Ferris Bueller? No, listen, it's this right here. All right. Matthew Broderick ends up being a running gag on this show. And, I, and only in, because of fun facts. of a lot of them. And in fact, I'm fairly certain I have not done the research. I haven't gone back and relisted it, but I'm pretty certain he pops up on the next episode. I'm, I'm fairly certain <laughs> Because, because of that fun fact, it ends up being a running gag on this yep. show that is so funny. It's not the last time you hear of Matthew Broderick on this no. show, my friend. So funny. So freaking funny. I'm glad you brought that up, Jim. That is freaking hilarious. My gosh. All right, Jim, we yeah. covered quite a, a bit on this episode. It was a jam-packed episode. Animated, Lion King. So much happening on this, man. A lot of conversation, deep conversations. It's just ridiculous how much we covered on this one other thing that did not make it on this free release of this Dude What original here on the feed is an Easter egg. And I've been cutting out these Easter eggs, but uh, kind of like a, a way for you guys to go back and check it out on the website anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to drive those numbers on the website. But anyway, Jim, we had a really nice Easter egg on this episode of you and young Nora talking about the movie Lion King in relation to the fact that I hadn't seen the movie Lion King
1: yes and the recording wasn't that great because it was on my phone if I remember right Uh, that is correct Um, I made
0: do with it and I I did it I put it together as best as I could it was I was interviewing a three year old (laughs) yeah Um, talk about that a little bit man what was that like You
1: know, back then I thought, man, this girl's so smart. She's so like eloquent, right? for a three year old, and she really was. Yes, she was. Still is. Yes, I shouldn't say was. As no, if she, she still is. Yeah, she's she's, she's a, smart a very one. bright, very smart kid. Yep. Uh, I mean, the girl's reading at a what
0: fifth grade, I think, reading level. She's yeah. And she's she's already is, going to third grade, so she is bright. I yeah. I I just I knew she was bright the first time she came by the house and she started talking about. I think she was talking about Roscoe and, like, just naming him. And, like, yeah. that's Roscoe. And that's, like, how do you know? You've never even been here. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. I don't want to say she has a photographic-type
1: memory, but uh, pretty, pretty close. daggone close. Right. Which means I'm going to be paying for therapy the rest of her life. So, um. <laughs> <Dude by> com. <pod.com. laughs> yeah, go do slash support.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> so I can pay. Financial, not emotional yes yeah, so i can pay for her therapy uh <laughs> she has me for a father so i mean right you know, that's that's enough for her so but yeah there's a little easter egg of a interview with her and her sweet little three-year-old voice and
0: good stuff man yeah fun stuff yeah, yeah. But you guys can check that out on the archive on the website, dowhatpod.com slash archive. The original release is on there. You can listen to the original run in full on there as well. What we're doing here on our feed now is we're putting it out, making it readily available for people. You know, the, the website, it's kind of like an archive for right now. It really is what it is. We're just archiving our entire collection. But what we're doing on our feed right here. And all the podcast outlets is we're giving you guys a chance to go back and listen to some of the good stuff, production notes, fun stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, talking about that, uh, that Easter egg. And it's a lot of fun. And it'll drive you to the website. You can go and check that out. It's, it's actually a really sweet moment. Listening to you guys talk. It's pretty cool. Jim Miller, the yeah. next episode after this one, it's episode eight, man. And that one is titled the 50 year storm. The now 50 year storm, no categories, no movie selections, And the reason why is because we had our very first guest on the next episode, Episode 8. And it was Mr. Stephen A. Turner, our former boss at the Homers Radio Network. (laughs) Homers! My best friend in the whole world, known him forever. He was our first guest on the show. And at the time, they were using sound bites from the movie that we cover on Episode 8. On their show. So it was kind of a staple on there. And I hadn't seen the movie. (laughs) And so I was like, what a perfect movie to play. He'll know it immediately. He'll be like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And he has a great reaction on that episode to this film. So you guys have that to looking forward to on the next episode. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Not going to give you any spoilers, no teasers, no nothing. You don't get categories. You don't get nothing. All you get is a title, Jim. 50 Year Storm. 50 Year Storm. That's all you need to know, man. Good episode. It's a great episode. It's so much fun. I I can't wait for us to sit down and actually chit-chat about that, so it'll be a lot of fun. All right, Jim, I got nothing else, man. There's nothing else going on here. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the show. You can check out everything that's dude what related at DudeWhatPod.com. We talked about the archive earlier. We also have blogs on there. One Final Thought I'm going to be working on. Hopefully, it's already been released by the time you hear this episode. The One Final Thought on Predator. Because it was a 30 year anniversary of the movie Predator. We released it for our 4th of July celebration this year. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I have it finished by then, by the end of July. I promised the listeners, Jim, by the end of July. You did. Uh, we'll we'll see (laughs) I got too many scars over here (laughs) you can also check us out on all your social media outlets as well just look for dude what podcast or just look for at dude what pod really easy to find us Jim like I think you have us everywhere right now don't you almost everywhere yeah like let's name it right now let's go through it right now Facebook yes Facebook, Twitter yes Instagram Instagram. yes Spotify yes. yes Pandora Yes. yes alexa yes uruguay yes <laughs> no no we're not in uruguay <laughs>
1: apparently really big in canada right canada freaking
0: loves us dude <laughs> in we germany. are germany canada and germany have been listening hey to you know what i if some of our german friends out there would email into the show hey you guys at do what com, we would really appreciate to hear from you german people yeah. out there that'd yeah.
1: be awesome you german people you
0: german people you german <laughs> folk you german kin i think i have some german family members
1: I took like six years of German. I
0: did not at all. I my, my hut I don't know what you just said. And my I think hat, you, it has three corners. I you stop talking. What are you doing right now? All right? Hijacking the segment. All right, look, guys, I'm still taking applications for a new co host. But you also have to do social media. So that's true. All right. Well, Jim's got us everywhere with as p- of right Pinterest, now. Pinterest, YouTube. Pinterest, YouTube. YouTube others, yeah. We're we're all over the place. It's easy to find us for real. Uh, we have show notes on all of our episodes, Jim. If we you did. guys scroll down to the bottom, you can check out those show notes. And we have, you know, obviously a link for our email. I just said that, hey, you guys at dowebpod.com. You can drop us some lines. We would really appreciate to hear from you guys for real. Get back to us about the douchebag t shirt. I think that'd be a lot of fun to hear some yes. people email on that. That'd be great. And also, Jim, we talked about Facebook slightly, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit more right now because there's a thing on there called. All access. All access. Jim, here's what I want to do. I want to do more fun stuff in All Access. What's something that we can do that the the listeners would really enjoy in All Access, you think? I mean, Have a competition of some sort. Yeah, that would be fun. We did just talk about behind the scenes stuff. Maybe I should go back into the vault and release some more behind-the-scenes stuff that hasn't made it to air. I think that'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun, actually, go back and check some of that stuff, especially some of the earlier stuff. Man, there's some silly, goofy stuff in there for sure. I think what I'm going to try and do, if I get some free time, I'm going to put together a real a la Table Scraps just to release in all access, okay. strictly for all access. Maybe if you guys can email us and give me a theme of like what you want to hear because I have a little bit of everything. <laughs> so you all access, guys, email us or just get into all access and post on there and say, hey, I want to hear some stuff about this. I want to hear some stuff about, th- maybe you guys want to hear a penis reel. I don't know what you're into, you weirdos. I don't know. And I don't want to know. Okay, I kind of want to know. But email us. <laughs> you guys at dot com. <laughs> All right. We should probably just go ahead and end the show. We're getting a little loopy right now. Jim. I, I what think, do you think so. Yeah. All right. You got anything else for us? That's it. All right. I got nothing else. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning into the show. We really appreciate it. We will see you guys on the next episode. Bye, guys.